150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 16. I'm your host, The Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is a podcast to bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world and to count down the top countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch List, which is why the episodes go backwards. Yesterday was 17, today 16, tomorrow will be 15, so on. We're doing this countdown. We've been doing it for about 10 years. Started out as just Persecuted Church Awareness Month. A couple years back, we turned it into the Fifth Seal and expanded it to... Um, from January to October, we count down from 50 to 31, and then November being Persecuted Church Awareness Month, we count down every day of the month, we share stories of persecution, and count down from 30 to number one, those top countries where persecution is the worst for Christians uh, who simply want to worship Jesus Christ. So uh, there's a little background for those of you who may be new to the podcast and joining us today. Uh, appreciate you being here. All that being said, it is Sunday, November 15th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from persecution.org. Update on Elder Lee from the Early Rain Covenant Church. The elder from Early Rain Covenant Church in Chengdu who was forced to move out in late October to Leishan City, continues to be pressured and harassed by the local authorities. On November 12th, the internet, electricity, and water at his new rented apartment were shut down. In a short message sent to Christians to solicit prayers, Elder Li Yingsheng and his wife Li Jinju shared that night, shared that the night prior. The heat in their apartment was shut off, they did not think twice since they did not see a notice posted downstairs saying that there would be a disruption to the heating service. However, on November 12th, out of the blue, all of the utilities in there, all of the utilities were shut down by police. One after another, the landlord's family, who was previously asked by the police to kick Lee's family out, no longer wants to get involved in this matter. An ERCC member told ICC that fortunately, since the community Lee lives in has a public bathroom, they can at least use the restroom and fetch water from there. It is not uncommon for the local authorities in China to shut down utilities in the hope to kick out dissidents of people of faith who they find troublesome. So just continuing to see what they're doing to this elder of the early reign covenant church, trying to get him out of the city to keep him from preaching the gospel, to keep him from sharing uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ with others. So please keep Elder Lee and his wife uh, in your prayers. Um, and we'll see, hopefully, uh, somewhere along the line, this will, will finally stop and they'll be able to live in peace. Also from persecution.org, Luca Biniat of the Southern Kaduna People's Union has reported that another attack in Southern Kaduna has happened. This attack reportedly took place on Friday, November 6th, in the village of Dande in Chikung County. Beniyat identified the four individuals as John Musa, Habila Ibrahim, Somali Adu, and Makuda Wasa. The very next day, Saturday, November 7th, near the capital city, 
of Kaduna, seven people were abducted by Fulani militants. The seven abducted individuals include five daughters of a local pastor named Estefanis Tiswan of Christ Embassy Church. The five girls are named Faith Tiswan, God's Gift Tiswan, Ruth Tiswan, Damaris Tiswan, and Michelle Tiswan. The other two individuals are Haruna Barde and an unidentified person. So far, no groups have come forward to claim either attack, and it is, clear if the, it is unclear if these incidents were conducted by the same group. There have also been no ransom demands sent for the seven individuals who were kidnapped. These types of kidnappings usually end with the family and friends paying a large ransom or the people being killed. Please pray for the safety of those who are being held hostage and for the family of those who were killed. So again, just Kenya, Nigeria, Somalia, all this area is, continues to just be a very, just a hotbed for all of this uh, activity between Al-Shabaab, Boko Haram, uh, Fulani militants continuing to target these Christians in these areas uh, because of their faith in Christ um, and their fundamentalist following of the Islamic faith. They, these are the people, we I don't call them extremists, I call them fundamentalists because they are looking at what the Quran and the Hadith say about their faith and they are following it to the letter, um, and which is why they are striking at the necks of the infidels and they are kidnapping and killing Christians simply because of their, their faith and their belief and their preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So uh, keep the Tiswan family in your prayers. Hopefully there will be either some kind of ransom demand or the government will actually step in to uh, help free these uh, the daughters of this pastor from their abductors. And that brings us to our country on today's world watch list. We are at number 16, which is Egypt. A uh, few facts about Egypt. The region is Africa. Persecution type is Islamic oppression, and the persecution level is very high. Population of Egypt is 101,169,000, of which about 16 million are Christian, so roughly 10% of the population. The main religion is Islam. The government is a presidential republic. And the leader is President Abdel Fattah el-Sisi. Many Egyptian Christians encounter substantial roadblocks to living out their faith. There are violent attacks that make news headlines around the world, but there are also quieter, more subtle forms of duress that burden Egyptian believers, particularly in rural areas in northern Egypt. Christians have been chased from villages and subject to mob violence and intense familial, familial and community pressure. This is even more pronounced for Christians who are converts from Islam. In the face of huge economic, political, social, and security challenges, the government of President el-Sisi seems to spare little regard for basic human rights and democratic pluralism. Thus, religious freedom for Christians is not fully guaranteed. Egyptian Christians are often victims of social exclusion and face constant discrimination in areas such as justice, education, and basic social services. In rural areas, Christian women have been targeted for abduction and forced marriage. Thousands of churches are still awaiting official recognition, and there were dozen of dozens of attacks on churches during the 2020 World Watch List reporting period. And yet, even in the face of terrible violence, Christians in Egypt have shown incredible grace and forgiveness. Coptic Christians were even nominated for the 2018 Nobel Peace Prize for their refusal to retaliate. Those with Muslim backgrounds often face enormous pressure from immediate and extended families to renounce their faith and return to Islam. 
severe restrictions on building and securing places for worship often prevent Christians from congregating, in addition to hostility and violence toward believers who do gather. Christians, especially women, face discrimination in their workplaces and public spaces, and in recent years, Islamic extremist groups have targeted Christians and churches both individually and in mass on in numerous violent and deadly acts of persecution. Specifically, ISIS has vowed public vowed to wage war on Christians. On November 2, 2018, Islamic militants opened fire on buses carrying Christian pilgrims in Minya province, killing seven and wounding at least 19. During the World Watch List 2020 reporting period, at least 16 Christians were killed because of their faith or under suspicious circumstances, most of them in Upper Egypt. On November 23, 2019, Coptic activist Rami Kamel was arrested because of his continued reporting on violence and discrimination against Christians in Egypt. He has been charged with, quote, joining a terrorist organization, unquote, and, quote, spreading false news, unquote. In June 2019, Coptic Christians were attacked by a mob after one of the Christians had, a, had written an allegedly blasphemous Facebook post. The police arrested some of the Coptic men and imprisoned the one responsible for the Facebook post. Although the government continues with legalization of churches under the church constitution law, thousands of churches are still waiting to be formally recognized. Requests for official recognition are sometimes answered with mob violence and the closure of the church by the security services. At least five church buildings went up in flames, with Christians wondering whether this happened by coincidence. Prayer points for Egypt. In a culture where the man of the house is seen as the protector and the source of dignity for the women, the absence of men makes women targets for Muslim extremists. Pray for Open Doors partners in Egypt who provide women's ministry to these vulnerable women. Muslim extremists are using new persecution tactics where they hack Christian Facebook accounts and post blasphemous content, then rarely rally moderate Muslims to attack their neighbors. Pray for justice and protection for believers. Christians of all backgrounds face difficulties in building churches or finding a place for communal worship, coming both from state restrictions as well as from communal hostility and mob violence. Pray believers are able to find fellowship. And Christians, especially women, face discrimination and abuse in their places of work when they go about their daily life in public spaces. Pray for their safety and protection. Let's pray. Father, again, we thank you for this time we have to come together uh, to lift up our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ. Lord, we thank you that you have provided us a medium where we can come together across, across great distances and even across the, the time uh, barriers where we can watch a video and, and still join our voices together to pray for our brothers and sisters around the world. Lord, we lift up Elder Lee and his wife um, from the ERCC Church. Lord, we pray that that you would intercede in these this area where public authorities and, and police are trying to force them out of their home, trying to force their landlord to evict them. Father, we pray that you would protect their their right to live in this area, God, and that you would um, intercede with the with the government officials there uh, and just give a peaceful existence to Elder Lee and his wife and family uh, and. Lord, continue to embolden them to continue to preach your gospel, to share your truth with those who need to hear it, and call other other people in China to repentance and faith in you. Lord, we lift up uh, our brothers and sisters uh, 
in Nigeria, Somalia, Kenya, in this area, Lord, where uh, Fulani militants, Al-Shabaab, and Boko Haram are so active in persecuting Christians. We lift up this family, uh, the, the Tiswan family, who has had five uh, daughters kidnapped, along with the other members of the church there in that area, God. We pray that you would... Uh, have the that you would move upon the government that they would intervene uh that they would work to uh remove these young women from their captors from their the their kidnappers lord that you would um have them released and return home to their family lord we we just pray for for protection for all of our brothers and sisters in this area of the world and we pray that you would continue to use them that they would continue to be willing to preach the gospel and that you would use their witness plus their their spoken uh pleads for to calls to repentance as ways to draw more people into yourself even their abductors lord we pray that these men would would uh, come to a, a relationship of repentance and faith with you father we lift up our brothers and sisters in egypt we pray for these women who have uh, no husbands, no men to protect them in this area, Lord. We pray that that through uh, even official channels, and, and if not available, that unofficial cha channels, that Open Doors USA will be able to get ministers in to uh, provide ministry and help for these women who are persecuted because of their faith in Christ and persecuted more because they don't have men to protect them. Father, we pray... <clears throat> We pray for justice for and protection for the believers there as Muslims are hacking social media and doing these things, uh, placing false accusations of, of blasphemy upon the Christians there, Lord. We pray that, that your justice would be meted out and that you would protect the Christians in this area. Um, and Lord, that you would, again, embolden those Christians to stand firm in their faith, even in the face of persecution. We pray that uh, you would protect um, the believers there from, from mob violence and from attacks from the community as they uh, establish churches in those areas. Father, I pray that as they do this, that those churches would, would be firm and strong and provide fellowship and community for the believers in that area, Lord, even, if, even providing underground house churches uh, for those believers, God, just provide a, a way of discipleship that they can continue to learn and walk in their faith in you, become more and more mature in their faith, um, and that they are provided fellowship with, with other believers. Um, and we do pray for those that are, are discriminated against in the workplace, especially the women, Lord, that are, are discriminated just simply because of their gender and their faith. And so, God, we pray for, for your intervention for them. We pray that you would raise up more and more believers to pray for our brothers and sisters uh, in Egypt and around the world who are persecuted because of their faith in you. And again, God, we pray that in all these things, as, as believers stand firm in their faith in the face of persecution, that you receive the glory for that and that you would use that to draw others to yourself and that it is, it is for your glory and in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Again, thanks, guys, for coming and being part of this. If you know anybody who would be willing to take 15, 20 minutes out of their day, to join us to hear about ways that our brothers and sisters are being persecuted and to pray for them. Invite them to come over to the Fifth Seal Facebook page. They can just hit the join button. I'll get them approved and, and into that group. 
uh, or you can go over to the Evangelical Norm channel on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, get all the content that is released there. And as always, you can get any of these podcasts as a audio podcast. If you don't have time to sit down and watch a video, you can you can get them and put them in your earbuds and listen as you go along and pray with us. You can get that anywhere where you get uh, your audio podcasts, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, Pandora. Wherever you get your, your audio podcast, you can pick up The Fifth Seal or any of the other Evangelical Norm podcasts there. So thank you again for coming, for joining us, for praying with us. Um, and as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They're necessary. And until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.